Good morning, friends. This is Ashley with Daily Encouragement. I hope you guys are having a good week so far. I hope you guys can hear the podcast okay. I've been recording on my phone uh, probably the last four episodes, and so um, I'm hoping it's sounding better. I am looking forward to getting a new mic for my computer, hopefully in the next month or so. So I'm pretty excited about that, you guys. I want this podcast to sound good, um, you know, good sound quality. Um, so I, I hope it sounds better on the phone. Anyway, if you guys hear my kids in the background, uh, they are doing a workout. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have ever done like any of the Beachbody 21 Day Fix workouts, but oh my gosh, they are hardcore. Oh man! So they're doing that right now. I've been doing a, it's like a hundred day workout challenge. I'm on day 81. Oh man, that's a long road, you guys. Isn't life like that? These commitments that we make to ourselves, you know. It's long process, and I had to remind myself today, you know what, Ashley, you just stick to the process and focus on that, and uh, so you guys, I hope the process I'm lying down for you guys, that you just sort of have the long haul mentality. Life is a journey, right? It's not about a particular destination. Now, we can have a state of being that's consistent all the time, right? Who doesn't want love, joy? peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, right? We can always get those things in increasing measure because that is the fruit of the spirit being in us. Um, God says he'll never leave us or forsake us. So if you've trusted in Christ with all your heart and you have the Holy Spirit, you can guarantee that you will always have those things growing you in increasing measure. That's God's will, right? And, you know, we come in when we recognize the barriers to those things, you know, the, the way that we look at a situation, the things we believe, um, you know, all of that. Sometimes, you guys, it's a normal thing, um, you know, especially following the Lord. I went through seasons where I always didn't believe the Lord. You know, he would make promises. I've I've shared with you guys on the podcast before. He said he's come to give us life that we would have it abundantly. Um, Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. The truth will set you free. I heard these things, but I honestly, you guys, never lived in it. I did not know what any of those things meant. I was not experiencing that in my life. Though I was reading it on the page, I was like, Lord, I don't know how to be a free person. You know, my biggest struggle I ever had was worrying about what other people thought of me. You know, I lived inside my own prison. Um, I was stuck in perfectionism and in performance-based Christianity and, um, you know, just all these things, you guys. And so, I have been seeking over the years, you know, you guys, I think this has been like a five-year process um, of like, Lord, teach me how to be free. How do I break free from people pleasing? How do I build a solid identity, Lord? You know, how do I be the person you want me to be? And so that's the point of me starting this podcast, you guys, is just sharing with you the things that I really believe, that I know God has been revealing to me and it's been really life-changing and I want you guys to have those life-changing experiences with God those perspective shifts Um, we're the body of Christ we can benefit each other that way we can support each other and so I hope this podcast is is doing that for you guys and he way we are going to be talking about choices of maturity today we're going to talk about the other you know half of it I think there's let me look really quick you guys there's one two three four maybe five more, five, six, seven, eight, nine, looks like four more that we're going to be diving into today. Um, as far as, you know, maturity being a choice, we jumped into four of them yesterday, kind of four of 
the choices you can make, you know, either ors. So if you guys haven't listened to that podcast, go check out yesterday's. It's the beginning of a, a series, you know, part one. This is part two for that. So um, we're going to talk about the other half of those choices today. But before we get into that, you guys, I want to pray really quick and then we will dive into this. Alrighty, Lord, thank you for this day. Father, I thank you that maturity is a choice, you know, at the end of the day, as we become aware of ourselves, you know, and we're going to, we're going to get older and we're going to progress, you know, that's just the way it is. God, babies grow up to be adults, you know, they can't stop the growth process in that way, Lord. Um, and so Lord, help us to use that growth process, that natural progression in our favor and in our benefit. Help us to see what we need in each stage and function of our life, God, so we can reach our full potential. You know, we, I would imagine every single person listening to this podcast wants to have an identity that's not dependent upon their performance, other people's opinions, or their circumstances. Lord, we want to be people that are rooted in character because of the grace you've given to us, God. You don't demand perfection from us, Lord. We're not going to be because we're not born all-knowing. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you, God, that you've given us grace. You've given us love. You've given us perspective, God. You've you've brought us healing. So help us, Lord, to see where we need that in each area of our life so we can recover ourselves and, you know, be fully present with where you have us right now today, Lord. So I thank you, God, for the choices that we have, that we are free, Lord, that we, we can choose how we respond to life and our attitude and we, we can have live a life that isn't dependent upon the circumstances. Lord, you say you've come to, we can have peace and you don't give as the world does. Lord, you, you freely give. There's no strings attached. Um, we don't have to compromise ourselves, Lord. Um, we can be fully surrendered to you, Lord. And, uh, you know, you do above and beyond what we even ask you, Lord. So thank you for that, Father. I pray you bless the podcast today. Um, God, and direct this conversation, Lord, as I talk about the rest of the choices of maturity. Um, I just pray it can be a blessing, God. Um, I pray, Lord, that we will continue to make the choice, Lord, that's going to put us um, in that position, God, for you to, uh, for us to just have more clarity in our purpose, the confidence to to walk it out, and just to, you know, um, have that peace, Lord, and uh, make an influence in this world, God, make an impact. So we love you, Lord. We thank you. And we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. All right, you guys. So we talked about the, the first four, uh, you know, maturity is a choice, choices yesterday. Today, we're going to talk about the rest of them. So the first one I want to jump in with you guys is the whole idea of gr- growth versus pleasure. Okay. When I say growth versus pleasure, um, you know, it's the long haul mentality versus, you know, kind of the quick fix, uh, get what you want right now, sort of, you know, short term satisfaction, um, how can I just sort of put a bandaid over this thing really quick and not, you know, not deal with it, I suppose, you know, instant gratification, um, you know, growth versus pleasure, pleasure, right? Instant gratification. You don't get what, uh, you want right at the very second. It's very, it's very much based on an emotional state. You know what I mean? Instead of a process. Um, the other thing that, you know, and here I was, I just thought about this. How would a person be able to tell if they're in a growth or a pleasure mindset? Well, are you numbing your emotions? You guys, and this is a serious thing. Um, 
I feel like it's probably only going to get worse because the way we talk about this, especially in the church, you know, um, at times die to yourself. So a lot of people are not even being taught to be self-aware in this way, to not pay attention to themselves, die to yourself, live for other people. So people don't know the emotional toll, you know, of what they're believing and thinking and how it's really impacting them. And if they do feel that way, if they are feeling stress or if they're feeling burdened, then they just say, oh, I'm not supposed to feel that. I'm supposed to die to myself. I'm supposed to give myself to other people and, and do all these things, you know. But I think whether we recognize it or not, we're, we're going to be seeking relief in some type of way. Um, so, you know, are, are people numbing themselves? Are Christians numbing themselves? Um, you know, um, however that's going to look for different people. I used to definitely numb myself like with food, you know, um, just go eat something like I'm not like not even being hungry or whatever, but just being in the habit. Um, you know, I've used like candy a lot <laughs> in awkward situations or stressful situations. Um, you know, just go eat candy because it would make me feel better. Um, I've done that you guys. Um, and so, you know, it's just being real with ourselves. Um, alcoholism was a huge thing in my family. Uh, my parents especially used alcohol to numb their emotional state. My dad told me before he died, he goes, Ashley, no one ever taught me how to deal with stress. So, you know, just being real about these things. Um, you know, are we, do we do that? You know, do you engage in that mindset? I don't want to feel this. So I'll do this to not feel that. Right. Are we running away from ourselves in that way? So, you know, numbing ourselves emotionally and, uh, you know, just ask yourself, you know, how's your mindset overall? Do you deny yourself in this way? Do you deny how you feel? Do you deny, the indicators that are going off in you, right? If you're feeling stressed and burdened and all those kinds of things, it's just supposed to be an indicator, right? Something needs to change, right? Um, I don't believe God created us to be in a constant state of stress and fear and chaos. Um, you know, we, I've talked about fear. I'm, I'm sure on the podcast and just, you know, the couple different definitions of fear and how in my life right now I'm seeking to live by the fear that me, you know, in being in awe of God, not being in the fear of, oh, he's going to, you know, he's going to inflict pain in my life, whether I'm perceiving that or whether, you know, people, you know, can say, oh, if you don't obey God, there's going to be consequences. And so you just walk around like, oh God, I better not mess up. You get really religious and scrupulous, right? That's what religion means, right? Scrupulous care. Um, Hey, that's one definition of it, you guys. So it's like, are we walking around, even as Christians, super scrupulous, afraid to make a mistake, afraid to make God mad because he's going to punish us. Think about the toll that that takes on you, you know, as you make decisions in life. If you are always just waiting for God to, you know, I better do this right or he's going to be mad or you sort of get in this. Well, if I do this then God's going to do that. And, you know, just like the sort of, it's not really a relationship in that way. It's just kind of like, um, um, you do this, I do that, you know, more of like a, like a, you know, I guess if you were like to have a robot or put some money in a machine or whatever, like, okay, I'm going to do this and this is what I'm going to get out of it. You know, I don't know you guys, but just asking yourself, how do you, op- how are you operating? Are you running from how you feel? Are you not wanting to face it? Are you dying to yourself where you're completely in denial of your emotional state? all in the name of Jesus, right? All in the name of helping other people, you know, doing things for them that maybe you have no business doing. I don't know, maybe you're a codependent Christian like I was and you take full responsibility for things that were that person's responsibility. And so 
you lose yourself in the process and you enable people and you know whatever so you you got to figure that out number one you know what which mindset are you operating in you know are you really paying attention to yourself and seeking to solve your problems in that way or do you just deny them and act like they're not there or whatever so anyway um back to growth right so we talked about pleasure that instant gratification mindset turning off yourself emotionally not paying attention to yourself or you can be on the growth side of it right challenging areas of your life that steal kill and destroy you you know you take responsibility for your life um you you are seeking to to grow your character as a person becoming better at who you are you ask yourself questions you know you want to live a fulfilled life by what you give not what you get right and, and a lot of people i think they say well i have nothing to give right and and you might think that if you are not paying attention to yourself emotionally if you are letting yourself be drained if you're not learning how to set appropriate boundaries on yourself and, and relationships um if you are not really defining yourself as far as what you want in your life and what you don't want then having a fulfilled life and, and what you're able to give that might even sound like a burden to you in that way because you know you're so used to just being um you know having holes in the bucket in that way right and so you guys have to learn how to you know sort of maintain yourselves and uh you know realize that once you know your worth once you know you know understand and internalize God's grace and the value that you have by the different things you've been through and then how you know the process that the Lord gave you or the new mindset or the perspective shift or the revelation or whatever it was that you you have value in that way you know and you know that you're convinced of it and it's not dependent upon whether other people validate it or not um, you know that truth within yourself and when you know that, then of course you're going to want to give that to other people, you guys. That's why I share what I share. I've, I felt the burden of, uh, you know, burdens of just living in a prison, you know, and I'm like, Lord, I want to share the people with people, the process I got that you gave to me to get me out of that because I want to see people free. I want to see them walking in their God-given authority, um, you know, being unashamed of their life and the things that God has brought them through, uh, you know, being authentic and transparent. Um, fulfilling and doing the things that they want to do without permission from the outside world or their performance or circumstances, all those things, you guys. And so that is the desire why I share these things. And when I do that, I get a sense of fulfillment. So you guys, I want you to ask yourselves these types of questions. Are you in a growth mindset or are you sort of in this instant gratification mindset? And how are you going to make the switch? All right. So let's talk about fear or faith. I heard a really fantastic definition of faith. While I was completing my uh, life coach certification and the guy said, faith is just simply expecting a good outcome, right? Because he was saying a lot of people use it in the religious context. And I, I, I understand that, you guys. But I thought, what, a, what an amazing practical definition. Because when you're in Christ, you really are expecting a good outcome from God. Because you know he's a good God. He has good character. You're only expecting good for him. And sometimes we don't. And that's what I mean about being able to go back and challenge ourselves, right? Question ourselves. Lord, you know, uh, what... What do I think and believe that's keeping me from seeing who you really are, who you are, who you say you are? A lot of times people hear about God, but the conclusions they come to about who he is is completely inaccurate. That was the struggle the Pharisees had. You know, they did not come to the conclusions that God was who he said he was, right? That Jesus Christ was the Messiah. They had the word of God. They knew the laws. They knew the scriptures, right? They seemed to have their crap together, whatever, whatever. 
But the truth is the way that they perceived things is what was hindering them from really experiencing and understanding who Christ was and what they still needed from him regardless. And that's, that's, that's the other thing too, you know, with people, this is a side note, you guys is, you know, if you're hanging around people who don't know what they need and, or they don't show their need or they're not vulnerable in that way, you better be careful with that, right? Because then you're going to start to adopt these types of attitudes, or you might find yourself behaving in ways that are, you know, um, contrary to, uh, you know, being, um, how can I say this? Just being a human being. We're born needy. That's not going to go away. You know, um, regardless of whether you're a child or an adult, we're all going to have needs and we got to be in touch with that. And you don't want to be around people who don't want to recognize, um, that God has what they need, right? His grace. So anyway, you guys faith, right? Expecting a good outcome, you know, believing that God is going to, you know, show up in your life or, and so you can wake up like that every day and have that expectation, you know, or you can walk in fear, right? You can walk in the reality of, okay, you've had bad experiences happen. That is true because they have happened to you. No one's, no one's telling you to deny the reality of your life in that way. You know, we're just saying, are you going to consistently look at your life in such a way that's keeping you from really, um, experiencing and walking in faith? If God is a God that we can expect a good outcome from, but your experiences keep you in fear, like, well, you know, but I've had this and this happen, so I don't know if I can believe God. Well, you know, you have to be able to ask yourself the question, you know, do you want to stay in that reality? You know, are you willing to challenge the paradigms that you run your life through? You know, these filters that we have, you guys, we all, you know, we have certain, we're growing up as, we grow up as children. We have certain things happen to us and then we shape our meanings off of those experiences, right? We can't control the things that happen to us when we're children, right? We're at the mercy of our, our parents and what they do or don't do. And you don't have any control of that, but because of the limitedness of the people that we grow up with and them not having all knowledge either, we suffer a lot of times, but you know, does that, are we going to let that experience define our life or can we look at life and say, you know what? there's a variety of experiences out there. People have gone through many different things and they didn't stay stuck in that. You know, are we willing to take a different approach? Are we willing to be shrewd, right? Are we willing to receive a different perspective from another person made in the image of God? You know what I'm saying? Um, Are we willing to adjust the way we see things for our own sake? You know, sometimes all we need is a perspective shift and it changes our life, you guys. The only problem you're going to have in life is how you think about something. So are you willing to change your perspective of walking in fear and how you're seeing God and you know, living in the fear, not the, not the fear of being scared and and afraid to, you know, afraid to fail and holding back, but the fear that the Bible talks about having reverence for God and being in awe of him and how his grace is sufficient and, you know, being able to say, Lord, help me overcome my unbelief. You know, I do struggle God, but you know what? I want to know you and who you say you are, not who, who I think you are, not the things I've been through that the enemies tried to use to convince me that you're not good and all these different things. You know, are you willing to change that? So you're going to live in faith or you're going to live in fear. Um, number seven, double-mindedness versus being a decision maker. Now, you guys, what does the Bible talk about with being double-minded? You know, it talks about this in James. If we go through trials, right? He goes, if you go through a trial, ask God for wisdom and he'll give it to you. Right. And, but you must believe and not doubt or else that person is unstable in all their ways. Right. And they shouldn't expect to receive anything from the Lord. Right. And so this process of 
you know, we're all going to go through trials in life. You guys, I don't know one, I do not know one person on this planet that has not gone through a trial. We all go through it. We live in this earth. We live on this earth. It has the knowledge of good and evil. Uh, We're not born all knowing. So we're going to, you know, we're going to go through things. Some things are in our control. Some things aren't. Sometimes bad things happen out of our ignorance, right? We make decisions with the information we have at the time and that's all we can do. Um, You know, or sometimes we go against what we know is right, right? And that's where we need God's mercy. Sometimes we go ahead and do something that, oh, that's okay. I'll just, you know, try it or whatever. Been there, done that. You guys, but thank God for his mercy, you know, because I think at the end of the day, you're just trying to get a need met, but you get what I mean. You've gone against your good judgment at times. Um, I believe we all have. If you haven't, you are very wise. <laughs> good for you. That's awesome. But uh, I can't speak for that. I've, I've gone against my own judgment before, but uh, anyway, you guys, so, um, you know, double-mindedness versus a uh, decision maker. Um, so just asking yourself, you know, are you being double-minded? Are you not making a decision? That's, that's really the difference between the two. You're either going to be a decision maker and stay consistent or you're not right. And so, um, I don't know, you guys, I just want you to just think about where you're at. Are you afraid to make a decision? Cause when you make a decision, it means you've made a commitment, right? Are you afraid to make commitments? Are you afraid to, okay, once I do this, then, you know, I got to follow all the way through. You know, it's almost easy to stay double-minded because it requires nothing of you. You know, it requires no commitment of your character and going through that, that refining process, you know, and where do you guys, what do you think is going to happen in your life if you don't become decisive, if you don't learn to be a decision maker? Are you really going to get where you want to go in your life? Are you really going to do the things you want to do? Because there's always going to be a process for anything that you want to do, you know, it's as simple as like losing weight and stuff like that, or getting in shape. It's going to require a commitment for you to, you know, excuse me, evaluate your habits, right? Your eating habits and the quality of food you eat or are not eating. You guys, I had to get really honest with myself when I was 225 pounds. You know, I had to, I used to think I was eating pretty healthy and I wasn't eating bad food, but I would overeat a lot of times. You guys, I told you, I used food a lot to, you know, make myself feel better or whatever. And, um, you know, uh, so I had some bad habits going on, especially overeating, um, you know, and, and the foods I would eat and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, you guys, I had to really get serious and analyze that and make a decision. You know, Ashley, if you want to get healthier and you want to take care of yourself, you're gonna have to make a commitment to eating better and you know, if you want to really, you know, shred some of that fat off of you over the years, you're going to have to do some strength training, right? You're going to have to burn out your muscles a little bit. And I don't really always, you guys, that's the other thing with change, right? It, it's painful at times, right? When you're doing a workout or whatever and you, you know, cardio, you want to turn blue and weight training, you're, you feel like you, you know, can't move, your muscles are on fire and you can't do another rep or whatever. And it's, it's painful, right? But for it's like, okay, do you want the pain of, growth and change for the things that you really want, like being healthy and, uh, you know, how, whatever reasons you have for getting healthy or just staying the same and feeling the same pain versus just the pain of change or the pain of staying the same. So anyway, guys, we have no excuse really to be double-minded. Um, I think that being double-minded is a choice. God said, you know, it says if we need wisdom, we can ask God and we just have to believe that he's going to give us the wisdom that we seek. And so, um, if you're not trusting him, 
to give you wisdom? Is it really just a factor that you don't want to make a commitment to something, right? You don't want to make a commitment to a relationship or a, a goal that you have. You don't want to be disciplined. You don't want to, you know, uh, work on your character. That's a choice on, on its own as well. So anyway, you guys, uh, the next one here, facts or feelings, right? Are you going to be a person that's governed by truth in reality or just how you feel at a, at a given moment, right? Now, number one, you guys, if you want to make changes in your life and you want to grow and mature and, you know, this, this the last two days is the choices of maturity, right? Maturity is a choice. Um, you're going to have to move beyond. Okay. How can I say this? You cannot grow and change an area that you have failed to take responsibility for, right? So in order to take responsibility for something, you have to be willing to face the facts and the reality of it. For me, like facing the reality of the fact that, okay, Ashley, you do overeat and you know, that's not serving you. You eat a lot of candy when you're stressed, (laughs) you know, and you guys not, I was pretty stressed as a Christian years and years ago, you know, especially about six or seven years ago, I was very, very stressed. And, but the way I was believing seeing God at the time wasn't allowing me to get out from underneath that stress because I was basically, well, you have to long suffer, right? I would, I would lock myself into the prison because it's really, it was the only paradigm I had at the time. I didn't allow myself to think differently or whatever. I was very just sort of, um, nope, this is the way it is. Right. And so it really wasn't until, you know, um, things really start changing in the circumstances and, you know, feeling like you're just having like a breakdown, right? I mean, things, things are changing massively, but you know, um, where was I going with that? You guys, dang it. So, oh yeah. Facing reality, right? Facts versus feelings. I had to face the reality of my life, you know, especially when I want to get healthier that this is what's going on. Now, I think the trouble people have with that is they do face the reality and they can't deal with how that feels, right? Well, you guys, how would we know that things have to change if we didn't have the emotions that are associated with it. Like we have to understand they're there to help us and, and just draw about a symptom of something. They're not supposed to, you know, be a state of being right because your emotions are going to fluctuate. You guys, you know, um, why is that? Think about all the different random thoughts that come into your mind, you know, and if, if you're, if you have a thought that comes in and you feel a certain way and you make a choice, then if the foundation is the thought before the feeling, then of course you're always going to feel, you're not always going to feel like doing something or whatever. Cause like I said, there's all kinds of thoughts that come into your mind that aren't even reality at times. You guys, thoughts are random. You know, you're like, Whoa, where did that even come from? So you can't, um, you know, take them as the gospel truth. A lot of times, you know, that's some of that stuff, some of those thoughts that come in are just accusations, right? You're putting, trying to put two and two together and you don't have all the information, right? Especially if it's like you're having a conflict with somebody or whatever. And, um, instead of talking to that person, you start assuming certain things, you know, those assumptions, those thoughts are going to make you feel a certain way. They might make you feel frustrated or angry or jealous or envious or whatever, but you have to understand just that whole dynamic that, okay, you just feel that way but is how you're feeling based upon fact is the thought coming into your mind. That's entertaining that feeling. Is that established in reality? Is that reality? Or is that just, like I said, just an assumption, you know? Um, so you guys, the difference between, you know, like I said, feelings come and go facts. It's a constant reality in your life. Right. And, and what is the fact you guys, 
everything can be accomplished in life. And I know a lot of people are like, yeah, whatever, actually. Is there not people out there who've been through so many different walks of life and they are able to accomplish amazing things, you know? And so I believe everything is attainable because there's such a variety of people out there that have done so many things in my life that I want to do. And so just because I'm not maybe doing it at their level or whatever, doesn't mean that it can't be done at some point, right? I have my own journey going on. And so, but you guys, you know, ask yourself that what's, what's the constant reality in your life? You know, um, you know, what's, what are the facts versus how you feel about something? So how do you, you know, perceive your life in that way? Are you just sort of, are you, are you establishing the reality of your life or are you just going by how you feel at the moment and just emotional and that kind of stuff, you guys? And last but not least, you guys, last one is uh, safety or progress. Um, safety, staying in your comfort, comfort zone. Um, you know, what you know, um, even if it's a reality that you know, things that have happened to you, you know that. And so you feel safer with it because it's what you know. You know, especially if you're really familiar with like pain and suffering and, and anxiety and, and fear, that might be what you know. And it feels safer to stay there because you know what to expect, right? But do you want to really live with that with that in your life every single day? Like, I thought God's grace was supposed to produce firm, secure, steadfast people and, and the fruit of the Spirit, you know? Like, so do we want to make progress growing out of our limited beliefs and out of our fears, you know, into the purpose that God has for us by you just simply receiving from him what you need, receiving God's grace, his love, his resources to bring about, you know, a transformation inside of you and you being so, you know, freed up that you can share that with other people and they can benefit from the wisdom that God has poured inside your, inside of your life. But that's going to take, that's going to take a process and that's going to be with that process is going to come progress, you know, or you can just live in the safety of knowing what you know and feeling secure within yourself in the way of, well, you know, at least I know what to expect here and this or that. So you got to really just kind of make up your mind, you know, um, do you want to grow out of your limited beliefs, you know, and, and what you know to be reality? Do you want to let, you know, God transform you in the way he says he can? Um, you know, you have to ask yourself these questions. Do you want to live in safety or do you want to live in progress? Do you want to, you know, just stay stuck and make excuses and be a victim and blame everybody else, blame God, blame yourself, blame everybody for you not accomplishing what you want to do. Do you want to live that way? Or do you just want to take full responsibility for your life? Ask God to heal you, give you what you need, receive his grace, receive his love, you know, provide, let let him provide for you in ways that you can't provide for yourself and, you know, have a fulfilled life. You guys, you have to make that choice, but like I said, with that progress is going to come a process and that process is, is a process of maturity. Um, do you want to take that process of maturity? It's not an easy, it's not an easy thing. You guys, it's development. It's looking at your life, being, being real about where you're at and taking responsibility for it and asking God to give you what you cannot give to yourself. You know, and that could be encouragement, revelation, perspective, helping you understand why you struggle with certain things. You guys, this is really crucial. You better take time to ask the questions and sit alone with God and ask him these things. You know, Jesus took time to be alone um, and pray and ask God about things. We got to do the same thing. You know, he is our example. Um, 
<laughs> if he did it, we especially need to do it. And uh, so anyway, you guys, that is all I have for you today on the podcast. This is the last half of maturity being a choice. So really, really quick recap. You can you can have a growth mindset or just instant gratification. So growth versus pleasure. You can operate in faith or fear. You can be double minded or you can be a decision maker. Okay. You can govern your life by facts, you know, reality in the context of your life or by your feelings and all those little random thoughts that come in and, and all this reality that you create in your mind that's based off half truths. Or you can live in safety or progress. You know, you can stay in the comfort of your own experiences and knowing what you know and, and being f- firm and secure of that. Or you can, you know, surrender those things that are that you know. Like, yes, this is true, but I have other things I want to do in my life. I want to make progress. I want to accomplish things. I want to go places. I want my life to, you know, be fulfilling. I want my children to be blessed. I want them to be the head and not the tail. I want to give my family more than I've ever had. You know, what's your mindset? You guys got to get that established. So. Anyway, my friends, tomorrow and then tomorrow and Thursday, we're going to be discussing a little bit more detail, facts versus feelings, you guys. I think this is going to be really good. Um, And then next week, we're going to start getting into the core beliefs, how beliefs are formed and, uh, you know, getting into maybe um, how you establish yourself as a person. You guys, we're going to be getting into the identity stuff. And so I'm really excited about that. This was really life changing for me. Um, and so I hope it's going to be life changing for you guys and at least give you a solid framework. So anyway, my friends, I'm going to get off this podcast. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day and I will see you guys tomorrow.